Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 551, from November 9th, 1997, a Sunday night show with guest Leah Remini. Now this episode is in part a continuation of episode 548 with the Scientology letter. Adam brings it up unaware that Leah is a practicing Scientologist at the time. And later Adam brings up therapy, seemingly ignorant of the church and its tenets. Leah seems to alternate between hating Adam and loving his comedy, so there's lots of laughing and lots of disagreeing, but it proves to be a really fun, exciting mix. There's a nice reference to her stint on Saved by the Bell, the summer episodes. And later, the rare Adam Jam is played. This is a new official tape replacing the old fan copy, which was a JBJ tape and transferred by me back in 2008. And this one has more complete uh, intros and outros for breaks, and over a minute or two of lost content. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical information may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One There as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo, and get it on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. <laughs> Two. Three, four, Welcome Love with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Would you sleep with sick women? I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. You're gonna ride you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your shirt on. Loveline's meant for an adult audience. Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, quick correction. That is not Dr. Drew. That is Dr. Bruce, who is here for the second Sunday in a row because um, Drew doesn't seem to want to work on Sundays anymore. I think it's his people's Sabbath or something. I have no idea where Drew is other than somewhere on vacation. Although, when Drew goes on vacation, it means uh, triplets, uh five nannies and his wife so i just don't see what kind of thing but he gets the best accommodations possible. it just seems to defeat the purpose uh it really does but anyway uh, drew is not here tonight drew will be here tomorrow night but um until then we have the uh, quite uh, able dr bruce filling in how are you doctor good good Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Tomorrow night, our guest is David Spade. Then we have uh, Joey Ramone. Then we have Nobody. Then we have Joey Lawrence, who's um, of the Lawrence clan. (laughs) Whoa, it's that one, right? Yeah. All right, he's got himself a new TV. I think he's on, like, I swear to God, he must be on four or five different shows at once or something. Isn't he? Is he got a new show? Oh, he's singing. Uh-oh. Are we going to have to play uh, Cut Off the CD in? Or... It's always a little tough on Loveline when, you know, we have bands in here and they come on. And part of the unspoken agreement is is you come out here like um, last week we had uh, the specials or uh, Chumbawamba or, <laughs> or Loverboy. But the point is, is you come out here and we'll play a couple of your songs. Sometimes it gets a little iffy when there's a performer who's, um... Over the hill. No, well, Joey Lawrence isn't over the hill. He's 17. Come on. But where the music may not uh, quite fit the station we're on. Or um, or it may not fit any station, but uh, we'll play it anyway. So maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll have an exclusive here. All right, so uh, Ann will have to uh, work that out. Tonight we have a guest, but um, I'm not going to mention her name because um, she's not here. And uh, on the off chance that she doesn't show up here... 
I certainly don't want to plug her or the TV show she's on. So uh, until she it's, shows up. It's not her fault she's not here. It isn't? Uh-uh. Her people didn't give her the right address. Mm, yeah, oh, but really. her her people profit from her TV show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll just wait until she shows up before we... Uh, but we're not punishing her. No, not her them. per se. No, but we're punishing them. Where where are they going? To K-Rock? That's where she showed up. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you make that abundantly clear to the people when you yes. speak to them, do you uh, not? Yeah, so we're not in this situation. Yes, people have difficulty Ooh, with uh, simple instructions. You're going to be on your high horse tonight. Oh, shut up, Bruce. Jeez. Hey, shut Bruce's mic off, would you? Thank you. T test that mic. Okay, good. Also, uh, tonight we have uh, the rest of my Charles Grodin appearance, which... Um, if anyone wasn't listening last week, I believe it was, uh, I don't know, Wednesday or Thursday, I was on the Charles Grodin show with those two yentas who wrote the book, The Rules. This is a book that um, two middle-aged Jewish women wrote to, in order to, uh, in, uh, so that other middle-aged Jewish women could entrap uh, unsuspecting men into the, um, into the um, pain that is marriage. So uh, anyway, I was on sort of debating them along with um, uh, another person or two, and well, we have a snippet of that. We played uh, we played the part where I called them yentas and said that their uh, husbands were currently at strip bars stuffing money into g-strings, and how uh, they were delighted that uh, those two were out on the road, and how I would kill myself if I was married to them, and so on and so forth. It, it was quite a show. But uh, tonight we have the rest. So uh, maybe we ought to just play that at uh, this juncture, Engineer Mike. Okay, this is uh, me. Now, I'm in Los Angeles, and Charles Grodin and uh, the two Yentas from The Rules are in New York. And uh, they're doing most of the talking, but um, you can hear me chime in once in a while. We've just now gotten to men to the point where they have just barely started to get the fact that if we say no, it means no. Now there's this book that maybe... Men are thinking, You're wait, she's totally, wait, is, let me finish my book? point, let me finish my point. A guy who calls a woman and she doesn't return his calls, he might think, oh, I see, she's playing hard to get. No, if no, you we read are, rules too, and we have, a, we have rule tips for men, I if she doesn't confusing. ever call you back ever, it's, it's over. I agree with Lynn, this book too. is nothing but a recipe for rape. <laughs> you notice how people anyway, quiet down when anyway, you say rape, I mean, by the way? This is, this Charles is, Grodin this agrees is good, with us. Is, I do agree. I so think it's do. a good idea. I mean, as he's a guy... He's scared you're going to beat the crap out of him. That's why he's agreeing. Honestly, we get thousands and thousands of letters from women. They're, they're heartbroken. They, they go out with a guy. You. The guy says, here's my number. Call me. And they call. You know what? I agree them. with you. I think for the most We've part, that's true. We've never met a woman like her in our two years. I think, I think Lynn is a legitimate <laughs> representative of womanhood. Well, you know, Adam and Rich, I don't know. I know. Yeah. These guys are pig. Adam's a pig. We're gonna Rich, I don't know. Rich, are you, gonna, are you hoping to get married someday, Rich? I'm open to marriage, but it's not a goal of mine. And I think, I think Rich is gay, by the way. There are too many millions of American women that are saying, my life is awful being single and I need a man in order to be happy. Yes, I feel that if you meet a guy... I love the idea of marriage, but I am for the idea of marrying the guy who's right for you. Otherwise, no you're going to be miserable. Well, they, they agree with that. Ladies, I have seen the light. I am going to go out and marry two broads. <laughs> <laughs> you make a living uh, doing this, Adam? 
Yeah, well, what do you do for a living, I, Charles? You know, Come on. What I mean, basically, you're just attacking. It's a book. It's a guide to rape. You've I got a book on smoking. I bet he hasn't read the book. Uh, when, when, read it, book. when it comes and pop up, I'll, I'll read it. Yeah. We'll send it to you. And what okay. is what is Love Visit Line? Visit our website. What is Love Line? You give advice on uh, on uh, on MTV. I sit there and make an ass of myself, but Dr. Drew, who's a uh, actual medical physician, do you have gives, a medical person advice. sitting with you? Do you really? Certainly. I see. Well, don't you read the bio, Charles? Come on. No, I didn't read the bio. I, I just they just said you were phenomenal, and and I could see that you know. In any case, we want to talk to his girlfriend. Oh. We want to talk to him. She's dancing for your husbands you, right now. You, Come on. <laughs> that was a little follow-up to me saying that their husbands were at strip bars uh, as we spoke. Uh, do you hear Charles groan with his <clears throat> noise? He said, uh, I hear the show's phenomenal. And then he went, <clears throat> bald-headed <laughs> bastard. All right, Leah's now entered the room. Hi. Hi. How are you? The microphone is so big, I, I cannot see, see any it's part so of you. weird. You want to talk into this one? Yeah. Engineer Mike, can she talk? Uh-oh. 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 Engineer Mike only gets up two and a half times a show, so we burnt one pretty oh, early. Uh, Engineer Mike, I can't see her head. Is that all right? And uh, she has she such a... So she didn't have to look at you. Oh, That's please. She has such a beautiful oh, okay. noggin, too. All right, so just plug that in. Uh, Leah Remini is on uh, Fired Up. It's uh, sandwiched uh, quite nicely between Suddenly Susan and Caroline in the City, and that would be uh, Monday nights, 8.30 on NBC. Right. Does that uh, fall under the heading of must-see TV? Well, I think it's must-see TV now. Oh, must-see TV. must-see is, is like a special thing for Thursday night. Right. So they had to come up with another saying. Right. Oh, oh right, because here's what they did. Um, in order to sort of counter-program uh, Monday Night Football, where all the guys are watching, Right. they thought that... Actually, you know what, what though? A hmm. lot of guys watch our show. Oh, they do. Yeah, we do. A, we do very well with men. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, nice. I could see you because doing that. Because I didn't like that. No, I didn't like that. We were like, this is a chick thing, mm. only. Do you know what I mean? Because that—that's what it was kind of being billed as, you know. And you know, we need men. Right. Well, we like it, men. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, you. You. Um, I bet men like you too. Well. I don't know. Well, uh, Leah, if uh, for those of you who don't know what she looks like, is uh, quite breathtaking. Very dark features. Uh, as a, the uh, Italian, you're Italian, are you not? Yeah. Half Italian, half Jewish. Oh boy. Yeah. That's a dangerous combo. Guilt. So I got double guilt going. I never deserve anything. That's kind of a hairy combo, actually. You're not a hairy woman, are you? No. No. Okay, good. You but Jewish women are all of a sudden hairy? Oh, what do you mean all of a sudden? They've been hairy for millions of years. What do you say? Sure. Again? Oh, come on, please. I never heard that. Jewish women well, are hairy. Well, because you're Jewish. People don't want to offend you. Oh, gonna... shut up. She's going to see it Charles Grodin's way. <laughs> She's very sassy, this Leah. Anyway, a sassy gal. Uh, anyway, so uh, you know what? i I got to be honest. I've never seen the show. Because and I'm this is something you shouldn't say now on the air. I know, but my audience knows when I'm lying. She's and uh, I've, uh, I just watch Monday Night Football. I can't help it. But I hear good things about the show. That's great. And That's even great. though that sounds like backpedaling, it is true. Now, are you doing true. like a Charles Grodin thing? Right I just now? I just uh, happened to be on the show last week. All right. That's all. Somebody okay. probably dropped out. Uh huh. Actually, <laughs> you were the substitute. Uh, I'm guessing I was. Uh, if the bullpen had a bullpen, uh -huh. that's where I would have been. All uh, right. Possibly a whole plane of celebrities went down in order for me to. <laughs> you always know you're on injured reserve or being called in at the last second when they when they do just that. I mean, if they're booking a show like Charles Grodin right. and you are a marquee name. 
name and they want you on the show, you get a call uh, three weeks, right. a month before right. the show's on. I get a call uh, that morning. Oh, what are you doing later? Uh, painting? What? Nah. <laughs> painting? Uh, you want to do Charles Grodin? Uh, all right. I mean, I, I got a call the night before or a couple days before. So, And, right. and they always put me in with the panel. Right. Too. You know, it's uh, me and, uh, like, you know, uh, the yeah, who was talking? tabernacle. Who was the other one? Those two were the two Yentas who wrote uh, the book. Uh, the Rules? The Rules? The Rules. <gasps> yeah. Mm. They're real scary. Mm-hmm. They're, they're... But a, lo- but a lot of women do feel like that, that it is a scary thing. Not all women feel yeah. that you should be... Because of men like honey. Adam. Huh? Well, here, here, here was my advice for women. Find a guy who wants to get married and, and marry him. Right. There are plenty of guys out there. Exactly. There are plenty of guys out there, by the way, ladies, who uh, will not drink, who will not hit you, who will love your uh, your so child from a previous. So not hitting is part of the prerequisite of a relationship. Like I'm I'm trying to work it into the, oh, you are? the bylaws okay. of a relationship. Right. But the point is, is there are plenty of good guys out there who will treat you like a queen. You women oftentimes aren't interested in these guys. That's true. They would rather convert. That's true. Take a That's, take a guy who's not take so a bad great, boy. right, and then go. Okay, now let's change mostly everything about you. Right. 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 I am. Um, I am going to get that uh, Lorenzo Lamas to settle down if it's the last thing <laughs> exactly. I do. I know he's been <laughs> married fifteen times, uh, but I'm going to be that special one, damn it! I know he's got a hair down to his ass, and he does uh, nothing but uh, practice Tai Chi, <laughs> uh, kickboxing, and uh, get gets tattoos, and uh, rides a hog, and uh, wears a vest with no shirt on underneath it, which uh, is always a sign of that's, intelligence. Yes, that's always. A but I am going to settle him down. Exactly. Yeah. See, that's, that's right. a mistake. You see, my goal would be to kind of hair and to make him wear a shirt and just cut the whole vest thing. You know what I mean? That <laughs> right. would be my objective. You'd have him wearing like a chai. Yeah, chai. <laughs> exactly. All right. Exactly. All right, we're going to go to the uh, phones and uh, Bruce, you all right? Yeah. Yeah, why don't you give me more of that coffee? Bruce's wife makes him uh, some nice coffee when he comes in here. That's what I like about now, him. Now, at some point, I have to say hello to my friends that are listening, so let me know when that's a good No, time. we got all night. All right. Michelle? Hi. Hey, you're 13. Yep. You're on with uh, Leah Remini 13. from Fired Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I just wanted to know. Um, I'm curious. Like, I want to date a 16-year-old, and my mom's, like, really against it. And I'm just, like, wondering why she thinks that. I mean, he's, like, really nice and everything, and I'm pretty mature for my age. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty big difference between, what, the 10th grade or the 11th grade? and 11th um, grade. He's in the 11th, and you're in the 8th uh, grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's... Uh, you know, I mean, when I was in high school, I didn't think about, uh, I mean, I, I skipped junior high. I would go right back to grade school to date. But seriously, I didn't think about going back to an eighth grader when I was right. in the 11th grade. It's like, yeah. I got my uh, letterman jacket. I got my driver's license. Um, right. But, you know, females, you know, mature. Yeah. Faster. yeah. You got a story you want to tell? No, not particularly. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I just, I I don't see a, a big problem with that. You because don't. it depends on the guy. I mean, if he wants well, to, um, but don't you know, you... but 16-year-old uh, boys are uh, probably looking for something different, which well, is probably... Well, we talked about all that, and he's like, he says that he's not really in it for, like, you know, the sex and stuff like that. For the sex? Yeah, he said, like, that. that, like, is not a concern of his at but, all. But, Leah, right. don't you think, by definition, a guy who's in the 11th grade 
who wants to date a girl in the eighth grade is flawed to well, some degree? Uh, no, no. I'm I mean, not saying they're not decent guys in the 11th because, grade. I'm just saying right. the guy who wants to date an eighth grader may not right, be the you, greatest right. guy. Right, if you look at it like that, but these are two individuals, so you have to look. I look at things as an individual, you know, as on no, an individual basis. No, we basis. never do that on this show. No, but I think that, you know, if there's such a, there, if there is a big problem with this, maybe he can come over and talk to your mother, meet, you know, and... Yeah, and, he has met her. She has, like, nothing against him. It's just the age thing she's concerned about. Right. Here, you know, here's well, another here's another angle hold on. on Bruce, where's the coffee? Uh, I'm here for expert advice. Oh, okay, I'm getting the coffee. I'll pour the coffee next. No, I'll do it. Go ahead. The the other angle on it is, uh, first of all, why your mom disapproves of it is because obviously the guy being several years older, it's it scares her, and she it, probably even meeting him is not going to reassure her much. But from your standpoint, you probably at 16 and at at your age 13, there are a lot of different uh, uh, things you're looking for, and you probably get. He'd probably get bored with what you're interested in. You might get bored with he, what he's interested in. Because at 13, you're generally still interested in doing stuff with your friends. And at 16, he's more looking to single out with a with a female and do a lot more dating type stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of times what happens with these things is that because the parent disapproves of it, it pushes the relationship on when left to itself. 13 and 16 sometimes just... Uh, you know, well, here's the, the deal. He says he's not in it for the sex, but let's just uh, fast forward nine months from now. Mm-hmm. He's 17. Um, she's um, entering the uh, ninth grade or right. something. He's ready to go. Right. Uh, there's no man alive who's in a relationship for over six months. He's not looking for a little nookie unless he's, uh, you know, a Mormon or something. So if he's not ready for sex now, which maybe he he's not ready for sex you for, never know. he'll you be don't a senior. Know. No, listen, I don't know, but listen, Leah, we play the odds on this show. We okay. don't know the individuals. All we can do is play the odds. You don't have to yell and, uh, about it. Just right, tell I'm, me. I'm it's sorry. That's right. okay. the coffee. All right. You know, I don't mean to offend you. <laughs> all right, I, I'm with mom on this one. Tom. Hi. How are you? Hey, you're 43. Yes, sir. <laughs> Unfortunately, I wish I was younger, but you're half Italian, half Jewish. You don't know about yelling. Anyway. That was a joke. You see, the thing is, is that you weren't yelling. I wasn't? You see? Oh, I thought I was. No. Oh, I get excited. Bruce, okay. didn't you think I was yelling? You were getting a little loud there, yeah. You were getting a little feisty, but you weren't yelling. But you like a feisty guy? Huh? Okay. Tom? Anyway, Adam. Yeah. Oh, well, look, people stop. You know, they don't even want to talk to me now because I gave some bad advice. No, right, they I'll will. They'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> Tom, what's going on? Um, well, I'm 43. Um, I got a 14-year-old girl that's desperately in love with me. She says she's going to wait till she's 18, and she wants to marry me. Mm-hmm. And I'm a nervous wreck. Uh-huh. How'd Why? you get that far into the conversation with her? Well, with her, well, yeah. well, she. It happened. It, it over a period of this summer. She's been fishing with me. Uh, she comes down to my house. Uh, she talks to my girlfriend. Why? I have an eight-month-old baby, and all kinds of stuff. You have eight-month-old with your girlfriend. Uh, with my girlfriend I have now, right? She's 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Tom, yeah, how did you get that far along into the relationship? With the 14-year-old? Yeah, I'm just saying that magically I don't know any 14-year-olds. Right. I don't know anybody under or 20, really. I don't hang out with them, and I don't well, go fishing with them, and right. uh, they don't come over to my house, and when right. they do, they drop off a few uh, cookies and they leave. <laughs> Sure, okay. I checked their ass out on the way down the stairs, but they, that's as far as it goes. It's relation to my girlfriend. She's a friend of your girlfriend. No, she's related to my girlfriend. Oh, like a um, niece or something? That's, cl- that's good. You're you're real good, Adam. Great granddaughter. All right, Tom's getting sassy, so I'm going to put him on hold for a minute. As you know, <laughs> I have a very, very low tolerance for sass on this show. 
Unless it comes in the form of uh, a, uh, a hot little uh, tanned gas, in which case it's fine. All right, so I'm just going to hop to another call, and we'll let Tom think about his attitude for a minute. Karen, you're 28. Hi, I had a question about my sexual fantasies. Um, I can't achieve an orgasm when I masturbate or have sex unless I fantasize about... Well, see what a great instinct that was to get rid of that uh, uh, foul-mouthed Tom and move over to Karen with her <laughs> sexual ma- fantasies? Yes, you have great instincts, Ed. Thank well, you. By the way, I agree with you about the Scientologists. That was ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not going to bring them up anymore because I got the feeling they have a hit squad. Yeah, probably. And I live too close to the Celebrity Center. What are you talking about? I miss this whole thing. So, we got a long letter from the uh, Scientologists uh, claiming that uh, Dr. Drew, who's mm-hmm. um, normally here, Dr. Bruce is filling yeah. in for him tonight, called them a cult, which uh, neither one of us recall him saying. But uh, nevertheless, that's what the letter said. And then the letter went on to um, script out an apology, which we were going to do over the air. Right. Uh, which of, then my response was for them to kiss my ass, and then uh, there was some trouble. And um, it, it, they just uh, there's a lot of folks with a lot of time and a lot of word processors over there, and um, I hear they make your life miserable if you uh, f around with them. So I'm leaving them alone. Oh, good, because I'm a, I'm a Scientologist. So are you? Yeah. Are you serious? I was sent here by the celebrity center. <laughs> Let's get on to the fantasy. All right, uh, Karen, you're 28. What's going on? Okay, yeah, uh, to save your gambling, I was sexually abused uh, all throughout my childhood. And um, as a result, I, I guess I'm just mainly calling because I want to know if it's, it's normal for me to be having these types of fantasies. But I can't achieve an orgasm unless I fantasize about those types of situations. Who molested you? Uh, well, my, my grandfather, my best friend's father, and my cousin. Your grandfather, your best friend's father, father, and your cousin. Yeah. Yeah, this is what we talk about all the time, which is once somebody is made a victim and established as a victim, uh, then all the um, pedophiles, uh, creeps, molesters, and criminals just start coming out of the woodwork. Yeah, that's Like, true. for some reason, your friend's father knew he could have you. And it's so, uh, that's why, by the way, the people that initially victimize these people should be put to death. Because, uh, yeah, I agree. Because not only did what, uh, not only did your grandfather commit a heinous crime against you, but then he then left the door open for uh, all the other scumbags that committed these atrocities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so this went on for how many years? Well, with my... With my grandfather, actually, it started before uh, before before school age. Um, I remember um, mm. things, um, and it probably ended actually when I was close to fourteen. So a good so, um, nine, ten years, maybe. Or yeah, something like quite that. a while. Oh but, boy! But you know, I mean, that's you you go through things like that, and it's terrible. And I think I've managed to uh, to deal with it in a positive way. I mean, I'm not you know a drug addict. I'm in college. I'm um, you know doing pretty well. But I was just, uh, it's been a mystery because when I have sex or, or, like I said, masturbate, I cannot achieve an orgasm unless I fantasize about um, these situations. Right. So you got to tell, like, your boyfriend to put on an old, well, actually, par- old cardigan or something? <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. I have a girlfriend. No. Oh, oh you're a lesbian? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, do you, um, you know, I know I say this every show and uh, oh, people get mad every show and get in trouble every show, but it seems like so many um, lesbians, bisexuals, and homosexuals were formed at it, some age rather than, um, you know, I'm, I'm going more um, nurture than nature. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, do you think you'd be a lesbian if if every guy uh, you met between the age of 4 and 14 
didn't um, attack you sexually? Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's no wonder you're a lesbian. I, I wouldn't get near a guy. I would start crying if I saw a guy. Yeah, well, to be honest, I, I um, you know, I've, I've thought about that, but I think things shape us, and all, all, a lot of things shape us through our childhood, and I think that the point is that I'm happy this way, and so okay. I've never really thought much about Right. But, but you, you may be right. I think it, it probably is, is maybe a case of that, but... Um, Anyway, I just I was just wondering if this would be I guess it was, would be, would have been more of a question for Dr. Drew because he has a clinical psychological background. Well, if he cared, he'd be here. But uh, <laughs> well, the question first of all, you ask, is it normal? And for what you went through, it's it's absolutely to be expected. The question is, have you gone through any therapy at any point since this occurred? And with the extensive history of abuse that you've had, you would require quite a bit of therapy. But you know, I, and I would I would agree with you, but. Um, I mean, I don't necessarily, uh, I don't know if, I, if I'm really uncomfortable with having the fantasies. I'm not. I mean, I, I don't really have a problem with it. I'm not. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, then, in, then the answer to the question is it's not normal. Okay, that's not healthy. And you want to work through. <laughs> it's like serial killers are, they're all right with killing people. Yeah. And, and, and again, I mean, not, I don't mean to liken you to a serial killer, but what I mean is uh, you, you, you probably, have you had any therapy? No. Okay. But you know, and again, I'm sensitive to people who say, ah, oh, you're, talking about therapy again it's always go to therapy and it's not that way and and uh, in working with patients uh i don't refer everybody to therapy but in a case like this it would be a real strong recommendation and you'd really i think get some benefit from it and you don't yeah. want to go to 10 years of therapy i mean mm. six months of goal-oriented yeah <laughs> as opposed to uh, what therapy uh, nap time therapy sure it's all goal-oriented listen you cannot be um the subject of abuse as you were for 10 years with your grandpa and your friend's dad and I believe it was the uncle or some, mm -hmm. something like that. For 10 years of that, and uh, hell, my mom made me uh, eat some weeds once, and uh, that's five years of therapy uh, right there. Just my whole mom's uh, health food kick is mm -hmm. enough to uh, send me uh, tail spinning into therapy at age 19. I, I couldn't imagine if something like this happened. You, you have to get therapy, and... Uh, these fantasies are something that you're living with, but um, and I'm and I'm sure Karen's scared to excavate to get to uh, you know uncover something. But uh, I think she needs to go work it out. Absolutely. All right. Um, any thoughts on that, Leah? Well, I just think that uh, if it if you feel it's ruining your life or it's you have some if you have attention on it if it's something that's bothering you if it's something that you feel is holding you back if you want it to be different if you don't want that then definitely you know do something about it you ever had any therapy nope oh, okay mm -mm. all right well when we come back we'll uh, discover what leah remini's running from and uh, <laughs> we'll be back Uber! Mmm. You like making money? Why not? Want to drive away with cash? Uber. Drive with Uber. They got the popular smartphone app. Connects the riders with the drivers. And you make your own hours. You're your own boss. Your cubicle has four wheels on it. It is Uber. Uh, Matt, you're doing this, right? Yeah, I am loving it. I'm literally just driving around town, listening to my iPod, and making money while I do it. It's incredible. 
And then how do you get paid, and how does the whole thing work? Basically, when you sign up, you give them account information, and just like you would at a normal job with direct deposit, they essentially just once a week you get money funneled into your account. I have it going straight to my savings account, so it's just adding up. Good, because I was looking at kind of scaling it back around sure, here. Yeah, that will know exactly. Well, now you can you. you can bridge that gap. Wow, with amazing. Uber, Uber baby, and you just turn your phone on, and when you want to turn the app on, you send up the bat signal. Yeah, you literally push a button that says go online, and when you're done, you tap it again, and you're offline. It's that simple. Love that. Parents, make some money around your family schedule. Students, you make money between classes. Everybody makes some money with Uber. Sign up to be a driver. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. This is Mark. This is Rodney. This is Craig. We're from Sugar, Sugar Ray. Ray. And you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Dr. True. Oh, That's right. it. Deliver the good. Yeah, those guys are good. Uh, when were they on? Like a couple weeks back. Anyway, nice guys. Uh, Fired Up is the name of the TV show. Leah Remini is here. She stars in that show uh, along with uh, others at uh, 8.30 on NBC Monday nights as part of the uh, must-she TV. Right. That would be Sharon Lawrence. Oh, yeah. From NYPD Blue, Mark Feuerstein. He was on Caroline in the City. And Jonathan Banks. Do you know who he is? Oh, sure, Jonathan yeah. Banks from Wise the... Wise uh, guy. Yes. Um, oh, I'm not going to go through his credits. He's an excellent actor, though. Yes, he is. He's a guy, right? Yeah. Jerk. Oh, is he a jerk? Oh, you don't no, mind I'm me. Jerk oh, okay. Yeah, it's in between uh, Suddenly Susan and Caroline in the City. I've seen Suddenly Susan, but I haven't seen Caroline in the City. Do you have to do those uh, NBC promos where yes. you bounce up and down on a pogo stick and yep. then smack a giant gong? Uh, I haven't done that exact one, but, uh, you know, sounds fun. Do they put that in your contract? No. They don't They don't tell you specifically what you're going to do. You know, mm. they just go NBC promos, and then you show up, and they go, okay, here's a big thing. Wh- which gonna, one have you done? And you, I did the thing where you do boom, boom, boom with the big... Thing, the like big xylophone? No, no, no. With the, with the gong show thing, you know, where you, like, you're hitting the bells that go NBC, that kind of thing. Yeah, but you have a big stick with a with yeah. a pan on. That's like a right. gong. Is it a right, gong? Right, right, It's like a gong thing. But you're doing it against just a white background. Right. And then they put all that stuff in later. Yeah, so I did that one, and I did one where we're, like, standing on a plexiglass thing, and we're, like, looking up at the camera, and the camera goes underneath us and all that. You did, like, a headstand or something? No, I did not do that. You weren't wearing a skirt, were you? No, I was not. Okay. But, um, yeah, those those kinds of things. What if you don't want to do that? Do they make you? They seems like they make, they must make some of those people do that. Well, there was, there was one where, what I did, I didn't want to do the one where, it was like, girls just want to have fun, and everybody would be dancing around, and I was like, I I just uh, don't want to do that. But why? It's so uh, frenetic. It's like, I did not want to do it. But just to see just, people dancing and smiling is such entertainment. I know, I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, I wonder what, um, I, I always think those things, I always, I, I think, uh, my theory is, is those uh, NBC promos and the ones that they do with the uh, WWWB. Yeah, with the little frog. I yeah. think they're trying to humiliate their, their uh, talent. Uh-huh. I think they're trying to keep them down so they can uh, have the uh, upper hand when they renegotiate uh, think, next right. year's contract. Right. 
I right. th- I'm, oh, I'm positive that the WWWB thing, the way it is, is if... Uh, now, watch out. You might get some letters. That's fine. Okay. If, uh, if someone says, uh, like if I was on the WWWB, and I said... But look what a catchy thing they came up with, that you remember it, and here you are saying it like seven times. Right. But I remember Son of Sam, too. That was real catchy. It doesn't mean it wasn't necessarily a good thing. It's just a name I won't forget. I really try to. There you go. I try to get it out of my head, but there I still think of Son go. of Sam. Uh, my theory behind the WWB mm. is that the celebrities or the uh, the stars that are on the network who agree to do the WB yeah. uh, promo yeah. are the ones uh, they know they can really put the screws to next time they negotiate. Right. And the ones that hold out and say, I'm not going to be involved with that nonsense, yeah. are the ones that they perceive uh, have a shred of dignity. Right. And they know they're a force to be reckoned with. Oh, good. So, so maybe that's what they're thinking. Right. So All if right. I get on the... Uh, so right. I think it's just a test. All for right. them. So okay. I would I would uh, say that you should hold out All right. on any more of those NBC And then promos. I will call you to see if this worked out for me. Oh, I know it will. All right. Because they know they won't be able to push you around right. when it comes time to uh, contract renegotiations. Right. Right, 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 now, how long's Fired Up been on? It's not... Uh, Second season. Oh, it is? Yeah. Was it a replacement see, or was it a... Yeah. See, we came in the mid-season, so it's not like right. a second season. Like, we had a full first season. Yeah, it didn't feel like no. good. No, we didn't. So that's why we need people to watch. Right. Because we're trying to gain an audience. But it's doing pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's doing good, but we still need people to watch. Yeah. Well, so do we. All right. All let's, right. let's help people. All right. We can do that. Kristen. Hi. Hey, you're 16. Yeah. You're on with uh, Leah Remini. Oh, okay. I have a question for Dr. Bruce. Go ahead. Uh, that'd yeah. be the... Uh, well, what do you I'm think? Waved. We're doing TV? <laughs> he waved. Oh. Oh. Um... <laughs> Um, I'm pregnant, and... Hold on a second. Let me yell at Dr. Bruce. Dr. Bruce, how much national radio do you do? Hey, listen, uh, man, I'm sitting here listening to your WWB all right, but thing, s- Just listen to me. Answer me this. How many national radio shows do you do a week? Uh, all right. Including this one? All right. Not including this one. <laughs> How many a month? What's your point? What's your point? The point is, is you have a golden opportunity. You come in here, you're on a, you have a huge national audience, and I got to poke you with a stick to get you to talk into the microphone. <laughs> Listen, I'm waiting for. Oh, Leah, you were watching. The mic was facing toward Mecca. That's true. He had it his was. hand on his glasses. cheek. His you head were very was a casual. foot away. You in a directional mic you or were what? Very It'll casual. P- no. Andrew Point the mic toward your mouth and sit so up just straight have to point and act. To my mouth. Listen, this Let's is get the engine. Listen, off. I, right. yes. I could get um, Doctor right. um, um, Art in here. <laughs> oh boy! I, I'll dig up Viscott. Don't make me dig Viscott up. <laughs> that's about I'll, your. I'll that's, dig him up. He'll do better than you. Yeah, that's what you deserve. All, All right. right. All right. So answer, uh, Kristen. All right, just act like you want to be here, please. He thinks he brings a uh, pint of coffee. He thinks uh, that's it. Well, it keeps me awake. That's for sure. Yeah, boy, you're having a tough time, Kristen. Thanks for the offer, by the way. Oh, do you like some? You're drinking something else. Aren't you? Oh, but look, there's right. nothing in there. Oh, well, he's real. All right, you want some coffee? Yeah. Okay. All right, go ahead, Kristen. Okay. Well, I'm about um, two and a half months pregnant, I think, and I was wondering if um, taking diet pills, just like hacky trim, over-the-counter stuff, could affect the baby. Yeah. Okay. Oh, anything over the counter you got to be careful with when you're pregnant because you're really not sure what's in it. But the over-the-counter diet pills are generally Ephedrine. They'll say Ma Wang on them or other names for what are usually uh, things derived from the ephedris plant. And ephedrine is one step away from methamphetamine. It's a very strong stimulant, very bad chemical to have in your body, especially early in pregnancy. So mm-hmm. totally stay away from it. Oh, boy. Kristen, you're 16. 
Yeah. You're pregnant and you want to go on a, a like Dexa trip. Well, I don't want to. Um, it was actually it was my mother's decision. It was a while ago. Um, uh, how old uh, was your mom when she had you? My mom. She was like 25, I think. 20, when she had you? Seven, yes. Really? You yeah. must have a um, you must have a sister who's in her 40s. No. No. My sister's 18. Okay. Yeah, so your mom wanted you to go on these uh, pills, even though she knew you're pregnant. Uh, no, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Oh, she doesn't know uh, you're pregnant. She wants she wants me to model still. Uh, and, uh, oh boy. She wants me to do runway shows now, and I'm too big for them. Um. You ever have an eating disorder? Um. Nothing serious. A little no. bit of a little bit of throwing up though. A little bit, not a lot. Yeah, I can always tell an eating disorder mom. All women who have eating disorders have overbearing moms. Right. They try to get them into ballet. They try mm -hmm. to get them into modeling. They try to get them into stuff. You're good. You know, you do the show long enough. No, you're, you know. you're good. Yeah, well, give me a little guest spot on some you're of that mushy TV. After you just made fun of it, that you don't know it, you don't know the cast. I know that I hear the shows. Making fun of the network. Yeah, let me go make a call for you and go. You know the guy who right. totally dissed the show. And hey, Mike, uh, shut Leah's mic off. Would no, you please, don't. Please shut. Thank you. All right. <laughs> you know, she's got real common sense. She sounds like she's from New York. Right? Yeah, she's got a lot of savvy. I hate that. Yeah. You do, because he's he hates... on your show. You did this All right, uh, turn her mic on. For he hates smart women. Though. I can't believe you turned my mic on. Well, I don't think Leah's smart. She's just kind of uh, sassy. Are you smart? It sucks, man. Am I smart? You yeah. See, again, you just said, I, and that's what you did to me on your show, too. What, on the TV show? Uh-huh. You're on the TV show? You know, you're a real <laughs> schmuck. <laughs> No, we got a thing going on. We, all right. Come on, Mike. <laughs> I swear to God, we do this show like there's no one listening. All right, Kristen. All right, so you're, um, you had a minor eating disorder. Very minor. Your mom wanted you to get into modeling. Yeah. You well, got. wanted me to stay in modeling. You got pregnant by, by whom? Uh, my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And you guys still together? Yeah. And do you want to have the child? Yeah. Well, we wanted to. It was our decision. Right. Okay, so you guys want to, so are you going to drop out of school, or what are you going to do? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to drop out of school. He's when are you going to tell your mother? Um, uh, when I start showing. Mm-hmm. And, um, are you getting any kind of prenatal care? Not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Don't you, uh, think you ought to go ahead and get that before you actually have the baby? Mm, Wouldn't that be, uh, the definition, uh, of that Absol prenatal, yeah, absolutely. You need to. You When's need the most important time to see a doctor when you're pregnant? Uh, usually the first visits at six to eight weeks. Okay. Which is now. Which oh is yeah, now. no, yeah. absolutely. Time to go see the. Oh. And you don't you know, the need thing, your mother's permission to right. go see the see, doctor. See, the thing is now mm -hmm. is your you have to now enter into adulthood. You can no longer be, you know, a little girl because you got pregnant and you have to take responsibility for it now. And Leah, so, this is my rap. Go. No, no. I mean, you're you're echoing my rap. I didn't say you didn't say any of that yet. No, I'm saying I'm, no. Don't be defensive. I'm oh. delighted. I'm saying this is what I've said many a time, which is those of you who have kids and decide to keep kids and you know maybe not have an abortion or not give the kid up for adoption or whatever. You you're hell bent on being being a parent. You stop being a kid and you become you're officially mommy. Right. And your boyfriend is no longer uh, Stu, the captain of the softball team. He is Papa. And then you have to start acting like mama and papa. Right, and, which uh, means going to the doctor, which means having guts to say I'm pregnant to your mother and stop acting like a child. Listen, you didn't cut school. 
you didn't steal something from a candy store, you're pregnant. So now you have to uh, be responsible and make a call to your mother and meet her for whatever at, you know, coffee, dinner, and tell her the truth. Go to the doctor and be a grown-up now. Right. You know, I, I hear about people all the time, and this is a lot of our listeners. They're pregnant, and uh, they wouldn't dream of giving the kid up for adoption, for instance. Yet, uh, they don't want to tell their folks. Uh, they're not ready to quit smoking. Right. Uh, they uh, don't think they need to go into the doctor. Right. Uh, the boyfriend uh, wants them on the diet pills uh, through, shows, through the pregnancy. Which shows their age. Right. So it, now you have the worst of two worlds because you have someone who's hell-bent on keeping their kid. Right. Uh, they're also the dumbest people alive. Right. Uh, great. Uh, we'll be taking care of you and your uh, right. family. for the. And that's why we... It, do you believe? I mean, you make some money, Leah. Can you mm -hmm. believe the taxes? Oh, please. Oh, you go nuts. It's, you're it gonna, kills me. You know, uh, I was like, uh, I never give a rat's ass about taxes my whole life. As soon as I got a paycheck. Exactly. I got a paycheck. It uh, was like ten grand. <laughs> I, I got uh, I got 4600 <laughs> bucks, and I immediately went ballistic. Right. That's it. <laughs> I started walking down the street. And then uh, not you have to pay an agent, a manager. Oh, you kidding? Yeah. You get like a thousand dollars. It's 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 incredible. And then for those of you who are going a thousand dollars, if you think you're if if you only making a thousand dollars for so many weeks, it's not going to go far. So. Oh, know, forget about the amount. It's just the know. principle. The point is, is if if Leah makes ten grand by the time Uncle Sam. The agent, the manager, manager the publicist, publicist, and the hush money to the Filipino guy who knocked her up You're in 1984. By the, the time hell she, are you no, but the about? point is, is off of ten grand, you yeah. are so lucky to right. walk with twenty-eight hundred bucks. Exactly, exactly. Oh, it is sick. Uh, insanity. It's sick. Do you realize? And, and with the price of heroin going up, it's uh, you do the math. You know what I mean? You right. can't get a buck all right uh so anyway kristen you're now mama so uh act like one and no diet pills please and get in in uh to the doctor please take care of that we'll be back Football season is just starting up, and you need to focus on your team's game. I was sitting with my son today. He was obsessing about his fantasy football league, and we had to pull the blinds. That's right. Blinds galore shuts out distractions. New blinds, blindsgalore.com. Best products to cut out the noise or the glare. Makes your living room the best place to watch your Sunday teams. You won't even get off the couch, cut the glare, because Blinds Galore's motorized window treatments will let you raise and lower your shades. Just a press of a button. New smart blinds can even connect directly to your home and even your iPad. There's all kinds of ways of doing this. It's awesome. We have a set of those. You just one cord pull, one click away from a nice dark room. Even though summer's almost over, trust me, particularly out here, the sun is still going strong. I know it is in the rest of the country as well. Blinds Galore has the right window coverings to slash your home's heat up to 50%. Saves you up to $150 in your energy bill. Whether you need more privacy to sleep, cool down, or just fix up a room, BlindsGalore.com has what you're looking for. Blinds Galore makes it easy to get the custom blinds and shades you've always wanted in your home. Check out BlindsGalore.com. Tell them it's Dr. Drew. It's Loveline. That is BlindsGalore.com. Aloha. This is Don Ho, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew. Mahalo. <laughs>
But, uh, I asked uh, Don Ho about sm- about uh, smoking pot, growing a lot of uh, weed. Hi, this- huh? <laughs> All right, engineer Mike's going nuts in there. Anyway, he didn't deny it. Leah Remini is here, who I'm going to call Leah Andreoni at least one time tonight, and wow. I don't know I don't know why, but um, she's been a guest a couple of times, and uh, I think Love it's that it. Italian last name uh, thing or something, but okay. it's just it's going to come flying out. All right. So just be prepared. Okay, thank you. Fired Up is the name of the TV show. It is on at 8.30 on Monday nights on NBC, sandwiched in between Suddenly Susan and Caroline in the City. Mm-hmm. And those shows are doing all right? Yeah, they're doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Does It uh, doesn't drop off or anything when it gets to uh, uh-huh. Fired Up, does it? Does Ma- it drop off? Well, maybe like a point, but that's exactly what it should do. I mean, these the other shows have been on longer. They've had longer, you know, they've been on like full seasons. You know, right. They haven't been on that long. So right. we're doing good. All right, you're yeah. building an audience. Yeah. All right, good. That's so do, is this like the, the routine you have to talk about the show when you come back always? That's good. I mean, it's good, but, I, but I'm not no. prepared to. All right. We'll stop that. All right. one eight hundred L F E E one nine one. Fax number 310-854-4455. No, I, when I listen to the radio, and I listen to a lot of radio shows, oh, I wish I could listen to myself when I was driving, but it's, uh, alas, it's impossible because, right. um, you know, right, right. I'm not there. Right. But, um the point is, is I listen to a lot of shows, and it always drives me nuts when I hear a guest on the show, and I can't make out, and, right. and they go, you know, they'll go 15, 20 minutes, a half hour break after break, and okay. I'm thinking, who the F is this? Right. You don't know if, um, So it's, when you're thinking that thought, it's, who, who the F is that? It's right. Like, oh, okay. Right. right it's if you're ever thinking who the f is that, it's mm-hmm. it's Leah Remini. Who the f is that? Okay. Right. All right. Okay. Steve, seventeen. Hey Adam, how's it going? Uh, you and Drew are great service to American youth, and uh, Leah I used to watch you on Saved by the Bell. Thank you. Yeah. Very oh really? Fun. I watched a lot of that. I don't remember you. You know what? You really? I don't even know why I'm here <laughs> at this point. Who's girl? Were you someone's girlfriend? You know, shut up. Oh come on, sassy. <laughs> She was uh, the girl who's the daughter of the guy who owned the uh, malt shop. Shut up. <laughs> but you weren't on the original. You came on later. Nope. You weren't there from the from the word go. No, 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 no. No, I was not there from the word go. But you showed up later. Right. Did you make it to the college years? I'm not. I'm not gonna. Your SAT score wasn't high enough. Shut up. Um, no, I did. I did not go to the college years. I did the summer episodes. Did you go to Hawaii? No, I did not. If I ever do a TV show, the very first show we do, the first episode, uh-huh. is going to be in Hawaii so I can get it out of the way. Okay. And the second show mm. is going to be the reunion show. Good. And then we'll just go on and do normal episodes after that. Good. Oh, uh, the third one will be a very special episode where someone gets cancer. This will be on the WWE. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for. For saying that. Right, Somebody like that. somewhere knows my resume. <laughs> yeah. uh, Certainly my not Adam. No, I know your work. No, I remember you, you from the TV show. You have my name written down on a piece of paper. You know, just whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. My question was, uh, this girl I met over the summer, and we became pretty good friends. Uh, anyway, she called me last night, and she wanted to go out, so we went out and found out she has a girlfriend now. And we ended up talking, having a really good time last night, and we ended up, we're now going to homecoming together next week. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering how I can get this girl to start liking me, because uh, I don't really believe that she likes this other girl. 
Well, what does she call herself? Bisexual? She says she is, but uh, she kind of like flaunts it, like tries to tell everyone she knows and stuff. And I kind of question if it's just How old trying is she? to get attention. Or? How old is she? She's 15. Okay. Uh, she's not. There's trouble. Yeah. There is trouble afoot. I mean, she's admitted that like stuff has happened in her past. Uh, yeah, see, Steve, here's, here's my feeling on this. She's someone who's had a little adversity in her life. Um, also, it's it's a policy of mine not to wrestle anyone away from their sexual proclivity, especially at age 15. Right, Steve, wouldn't you want somebody who you don't have to try to make like you more than somebody else? Shouldn't yeah, that think, be part of your... Yeah, you know, I think or that just likes guys, I mean, in, in general. I mean, uh, the first battle is right. just to get them to like your gender. Right. And then secondly, you Good see point. if you can beat out another guy on the football team or something. Right. She's not even into your gender. This is like uh, bringing a uh, vegan to the sizzler or something. This is, uh, this is, uh, this is, uh, you're, you're setting yourself up for a lot of disappointment here. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I just think that deep down I think she does kind of like me, but for whatever reasons. She's but why should it be deep down? Why should it be deep down? If you like somebody, they should like you. If they don't like you, you should move on. And let me explain my deep down theory, which I don't really have, but I've just come up with it. <laughs> Uh, screw all this deep down crap. Right. Uh, I've heard it uh, too many times. I've seen guys interviewed from prison uh, with their uh, with their sister telling you that deep down he's a real decent right. guy. Yeah. Right. But uh, he was sodomizing you ten minutes ago. Right. And I don't care what his inner soul looks like. I care about uh, what his fist and his gun and his, uh, his genitalia look like. He, Bruce got a puss on, but you know what I'm saying. I'm not interested in scratching the veneer right. off of someone and getting right. to the sh- heterosexual the real, part right. of them or getting to the caring part of them. Right. Everybody deep it down. should be there. Hit, Everybody d- is basically good, deep, no matter what. Hitler, deep down, once you got to know him, great guy. <laughs> but... Uh, but it doesn't mean we have to get to that point. Someone exactly. should have blown him up in his bunker uh, in 1939. There you go. We'll just leave her alone? Or yes, because Definitely. not only is she not into you, but she's not even into your kind. Yeah. Well, and, uh, way, and, and, and she's got a lot of difficulty, and you're going to be asking possibly, for trouble. It, yeah, but you're stereo- move on. Yeah, you're labeling her at 15. It's not clear without uh, talking to the girl, that she has a sexual proclivity at this point. Well, it doesn't the, matter. The, From well, his no. point of view, it's who cares? The, the, fa- guys, the girl's the, uh, a pain in the ass. She labels herself a bisexual. That's enough. You guys are too opinionated, both of you. Really are. Why? <laughs> no, the other thing with what, Steve's question, what does he do? He just, whatever he's done so far, he's just being himself, and that's. I think that's an important message. Yeah, he should get rid of her and find somebody who appreciates her. I don't think he has her, her yet. I think no. they're talking about going out on a date. Well, actually. they shouldn't. But here's something that people should do, not only in high school or in junior high, but uh, in life. you got to be realistic. Uh, this is one lesson I've learned the hard way. I spent a lot of time, a lot of energy, and a lot of effort in junior high and high school trying to get people who didn't want to go out with right. me to go out with me. Right. And if you bug them long enough, <laughs> and you corner them, right. and you use all the uh, ether rag, like I've been known to use, <laughs> eventually you can get them into the car with you. But even then, uh, that's it. Right. So, so, what, what is, so, so let's just say we're in high school together, Leah. Yeah. And I was really into you like I would be if we were in high school together. Right. And uh, you weren't the, that into me like you would, wouldn't be if we were in high school uh-huh, together. Yeah. And I bugged you to go. I mean, I've been working on you for four semesters now. And finally, you went, yeah, all right, okay, right. I'll go out, you know, just to shut me up. So we go out, and I spend uh, 40 bucks on dinner, and I drop uh, 20 bucks on a movie. And right. when it's all said and done, I'm lucky if I get a little peck on the cheek, and then we don't go out again, and right. there you have it. Right. Right. 
find so the, the person. Point? That's going find to the person you for right. who you are now. Right. Right. I because agree when you go through your life not achieving, mm-hmm. uh, asking people out who won't go out with you, uh, trying to get jobs that you're not going to get, uh, mm-hmm. trying to do this and trying to do that, when everyone is constantly saying no, uh, you start feeling like a loser. Right. You need some yeses, exactly. especially when you're younger. Right. Go out and find somebody and get some quick conquests but in. That's that what I say. But person has to change their, you know, their point of view of themselves. It's, it has to do with them. Right. You know, so. No, you're right. All right, sorry. No, you're, you're right. You, you, you dropped out of school early. I was you reading your bio. You know what? What? You brought that up last time on your show. I know you don't remember that. I know, but you know, how many bios do you have? That's Whatever. what happens. I read the bio. Right, but, but. So there we are, we're laughing on the show, ha, 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 and then you were like, I said something, and you were like, yeah, maybe you should have finished school, and the audience was like, ha, ha, ha. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're bringing it up again. Well, it's and right I in the bio. You. And then I punched you Oh, did you, you punch me? Arm. Yeah. I was like, jerk. We sort of had something going on on that TV yeah, show, right? Yeah, so you said that. As soon as you said that, like, you kind of did a little put-down thing, I was like, all right, you're right. cut off totally. Sexually? I left. I just, after that, oh, okay. I didn't even say goodbye. I was like, yeah, whatever, take a walk. <laughs> Well, listen, I was a ceramics maker. And then you so. try to do it again just now. You see that? See, we get to a point where we're kind of like bonding. We're on the same track. And then you're right. like, so, you know, we should talk yeah. about that. Well, I can you. explain I'm self-destructive, okay. Adam. Because all right. the yeah, way you to understand. should explain that. All right, but wait a minute. we got to go to break. See, when we come back, okay. we'll, we'll discuss this. Because I've done this with other female guests. <laughs> we get right to the threshold. <laughs> okay. then. All right, we'll be back. Right. Bye-bye. Be right back. Austin. All right, everybody, True Car, you know how much I love these guys and their app. I spend uh, a lot of time on it, and it's a way to see exactly what's going on in your area. Pick a car, learn about the cars, and see what people are paying for the very car, the exact car you want. You know, there was previous ways to buy cars. You went and hang out on a lot. Now technology evolves. Everything evolves. Buying cars evolves. It advances. It makes sense that there's a new and better way to buy a car. Well, that's now called TrueCar. The TrueCar app is special, unique. Their certified dealer network is unsurpassed. They've partnered with over 10,000 TrueCar certified dealers that believe in a new way to buy a car. It's hassle-free. It's easy. It's fun. Use the TrueCar app. You can get guaranteed savings. TrueCar certified dealers will honor the savings that are guaranteed and locked in at TrueCar on your TrueCar app. It is that simple. True Car and True Car Certified Dealers. And using True Car Certified Dealers, you will save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. No headaches, no hassle. It's fun. And if you don't even want to buy a car, you just want to learn about it, check out the app. Two million cars sold through True Car Certified Dealer Network, and you will work directly with the certified dealer contact. It is easy. It's evolved. It's technology. It's made simple. It's about time. Leah Remini is here. Dr. Bruce is filling in for Dr. Drew. I'm Adam Carolla, and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. All right, it is Loveline. Phone number 1 800 LVE 191. Fax number, ah, screw you. 
Fired Up is the name of the show. 830s, NB, 830s, NBC's yeah, 830s. Monday. No, I have a list of people I need to say hello to because they're going to go to bed now. Okay, All we'll right? do that about 12.05. All right, go ahead. Okay. Show ends at 12. Wayne. Uh, how's it going? Good. You're 18. What's going on? Yeah, um, uh, well, I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, and... Uh, That's an inside joke. I want my callers to do that because I wanted, uh, ever since uh, I dreamt of being in radio many years ago, I wanted people to come on and go, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. That's good. But actually, it's getting old now. All right. Go ahead, Wayne. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, um, well, me and my girlfriend, I don't know, we cheat on each other all the time, and we, like, have no trust whatsoever with each other. Why? Hello? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I don't know what to do. I'm completely lost. How long have you been going out with her? Uh, almost a year. Mm-hmm. And when did the cheating begin? Um. Into the first date? No. You like uh, bang one of the waitresses or something? No. No, it didn't start like that. Like, about like two months after. Um. Who started the cheating? You? Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she retaliated by cheating? No, I didn't tell her, and it just like so happened that she did too. With one of your friends? Not with one of my friends. No. So, someone you knew? Yeah. Well, it always works that way. Yeah. All right, so why don't you guys just go ahead and break up? Well, um, just because we've broken up before, like, just for a few days, though, because then we both come back to each other. So then why don't you have an agreement that you can be together and be with other people? Um, well, then the jealousy factor sets in. Well, yeah. then you shouldn't be together. Because obviously you can't work it out to uh, not cheat on each other, and uh, you know this is not a workable relationship. How old is she? Fifteen. She's fifteen. Uh, yeah. Mm, you were uh, together when she was fourteen. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was cheating on you when she was fourteen. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. What's her uh, past like? She uh, she a little was, trouble. Yeah, her grandfather and her uncle got to her. Uh, that's uh, that's all we get. Uh, it's been like mm -hmm. the, this way for the last few weeks. And now you're getting to her. What? Right. Now you're getting to her. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, yeah. you're you should you have no place going out with her. You're 18. She's 15. She has an abuse history. You're just perpetuating the abuse. So do do her a favor and yourself a favor. Get out of the relationship with her and get some therapy. Because there's something something in your past too, or oh, there's yeah. something in your present. There's something in my past too. What's in your past? Uh, my sister. And I, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but my parents, like, used to, like, smack me and, like, kind of, like, go, like, a little far with it. You mean with the physical abuse? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, here's, here's her situation, and this is what happens all the time. She got abused when she was young. And then she goes out and seeks an abuser. Um, it's no coincidence that she got hooked up with a guy who was going to cheat on her two months into the relationship. So she got what she was after. What you guys have is a relationship that's based on your two dramas. It's it's not even... Uh, it's not even... You, you, you know what I mean? You don't even know why you're together. Your two dramas are right. uh, attracted to each other. Right. And you're on autopilot. And that's why... The gravitational pull of a drama is so much, uh, it, it defies all logic. You, she's 15, you're 18, you're both cheating on each other, you probably can't stand each other, but yet you need to be together. That's what that is. It's, 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 uh, the drama becomes bigger than both of you. You need to break that a little bit there, Wayne. Listen, you're 18, she's 15, you got no business. 
break up with her. Okay. Um, and uh, you take a little sabbatical from dating and uh, look into your issues so you don't uh, get into another crappy relationship. Yeah, and there's one more question. She has, She's also, like, bulimic. And I was trying to, like, help her out and, like, get mm -hmm. her some help in some way, and I have no idea how to do that. Because okay. she told me if I told her parents, she'd kill me. <sighs> no. well, yeah, well, she can even start with a school counselor with that. I mean, an, an adult. Yeah, but nobody talks to their school oh, counselors. A lot of people talk to their they school do? counselors. They do? I hid when I saw my school counselor coming down the hall. You want to give him a phone number, yeah, let's, bros? Let's try, uh, hey, we're going to get Wayne. Yeah. Grab a pad and pencil. Uh, okay. I know that's uh, may not be handy, but um, do you have a piece of charcoal or something? Yeah, I can find something. Can you carve something into your arm with a knife? <laughs> Dr. Bruce is going to give you a phone number that you can then pass along to her, and then uh, you can go ahead and break things off. Okay. Go ahead, Dr. Bruce. Okay. 800-522-8336. And that's a youth crisis line, and they'll probably be able to direct. What was the last four digits? 8336. All right. Did you write that down, Wayne? Yeah, I got it. Read it back to us. 800 No, five. not you, Pinhead. Come on. <laughs> Read it back to us. Well, let me find my lighter. It's dark in here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you keep it next to the bong? What? You usually keep your lighter stuffed in the bong, don't you? No. Okay. I, All right. Read that number back to us, Wayne. 522-8336. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah. Just got a mind like a steel trap. All right, write that down, Stoner, and give it to her. And but stay out of relationships. Is, yeah, exactly. You want to help her out. The first thing is not to be in a relationship with her. Okay. All right, Wayne? Well, I don't want to see her turn into a hoe or anything, because I've listened to the show a lot. You're not helping her. Don't, don't, don't lie to yourself and think you're saving her. You're not. You're not doing anything for her. All you're doing is destroying her self-esteem, which is already um, not in real good shape. So you're being no hero by staying with her at all. If you really want to be her friend and help her out, you'll call that number and you'll get her some help. Boy, I like uh, Leah. She's all yeah. business. That's we got to right. have you on the TV show. Nope. Yeah. So you could abuse me That's more, right. but this time on camera again? Yeah, but if people really need to see Leah because uh, she has that Brooklyn uh, accent, which isn't always uh, the most attractive, but she's really a knockout. And was it? No, that's a compliment. Sort of Oxymoron. No, she's a knockout. I mean, isn't she? Isn't she very attractive, Doctor Bros? She has a very attractive personality too. Thank See, you. I was going to explain the dynamic. Wait a second. Hey, All I was right. going to explain the dynamic here. I you actually. Well, you're very adolescent. You're sort of. I'd say he's fixated about what, 15, 16 years old. Uh -huh. He really likes you, uh -huh. but he has a hard time expressing that, so right. he starts jabbing at you. Right. Mm -hmm. Because we're on the same. We're on the same wavelength. For, right, and then a second later, he's like, goes attacking to, you. yeah, he finds something to attack me. He can't get past on. the very adolescent expressions right. of his right. attraction. To I've right. sabotaged our love. I did this with Jennifer Gray. I had Jennifer Gray, you know, you from uh, Dirty Dancing and yeah. stuff. No, she came in here. She was hot for me. Oh, she was. Oh yeah, really. I, I know you found that bizarre. No, because we were talking. He was talking about from you, so that's... You, no, but you she, the same thing she was hot for me okay. when Jennifer Gray came in here for right. about an hour, and then I started uh, talking about uh, talking up my groin, uh -huh. and uh, that was a deal-breaker for her. Really? Yeah. Oh. Whereas you would appreciate something like that. Oh, yeah. Because I'm that type of girl because of my New York accent, right? No, Let's I just, move on. Let's right. help you. Okay. <laughs> Let's help some. What about me? Neil. This is not yeah, your hey. time, mister. You're 14. Hey, what's up? What's going on there? Um, okay, uh, I have a cousin, he's uh, 18 years old, and he has a girlfriend that's, uh, 17. 
And uh, they've been together for about uh, two years. And uh, recently, about like a um, month and a half ago, she started coming on to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, we were at a party, you know, we're all having fun, you know, some people getting high in the corner, including me. Um, and she took, she, you know, she took me upstairs, you know, I don't really remember that well, but, you know, she started, you know, grabbing me in some private places like Maria and... Oh, that part was a little muffled. She did something to your ear? Rear. Oh, your rear, <laughs> I believe. And what'd she do to your rear? He can't she remember. She was grabbing and, you know, doing all sorts of sexual things. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I told her, I explained to her, you know, I tried to say that, you know, what's more important, me or your your boyfriend that you've been, you know, dedicated to for two years? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she wouldn't listen. You know, we were at a theater. Oh, what? You were at a uh, theater? We were, yeah, theater. Yeah, we were watching a movie. Is this another day? Yeah, some other day. Uh-huh. And, you know... She, well, what happened with the part? Let's go back to the party where you were stoned and she was grabbing your ass. Yeah. What happened there? Well, you know, it started It started as a get-together, and then we got, you know... Right, but... Turned to a party and... Right. What happened uh, physically between the two of you? Nothing. I, you know, I pushed her off me. I told, you know... Okay. All right, so you've never done anything with her? No. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you want to know? Whether you should tell your cousin? Yeah, because I haven't told him yet. Mm-hmm. And she she hasn't told him yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure if she's going to get around to telling him uh, the part about grabbing uh, you in the rear. I mean, she's, you know, basically that she's, she's been coming out to me. Right. Okay. Here's uh, my take on these situations. Um, that's between her and a cousin, and... No. I wouldn't drag myself into I it. I think you should you definitely tell... See, here's the problem. Nobody wants to get in anybody's business... And you know what? When you're doing something messed up like that, because it's very disrespectful to your cousin, who is your blood, this girl's going to come and go in, in both of your lives. And you know, one day he's going to find out about it, and he's going to come to you and say, you were my cousin, you didn't tell me. So absolutely, All right. you, know, you should tell the cousin. That's a valid point. Yeah, and another thing, what are you doing smoking pot? I mean, so what is this kid, 14? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's another thing. I mean, smoking pot at a party. You know, where's, where's the ethics of our youth? I mean, uh, 14. It's ridiculous. On, no. Yeah, there's none. But, you know, that's that's an issue we're You didn't start talk smoking about, pot till 14 and a half, 15? I never smoked pot, ever. I never really? tried any drug in my whole life. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm from Brooklyn, and everybody was doing it. And but, you didn't uh, do it? No. Why not? Because I was like, I don't want to. I had a mother that I was very open and honest with, and I didn't want to tell my mother that I smoked pot. So it wasn't worth it to me to have to tell my mother something. So I would look at it and go, okay, the guilt is enough for me not to do it. To look my mother in the face and say I'm smoking pot was enough for me not to do it. Did she uh, tap on your door like uh, twice a week and go, are you smoking pot in there, Leah? No, no. She no. told me what drugs do to you, and she said it's your decision, and I hope you make the right one, which is not to do it. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that pot is something to take very lightly, that it's not LSD, it's not whatever. I, I think... It's a drug, and I don't think kids you should be smoking You wouldn't pot. try it now? I would never try drugs. Oh, really? Especially at this yeah. point. It would be stupid of me to, well, you know. That was my well, only, the interesting thing. That was my only shot right there out no. the window. <laughs> you drink? You have a few beers, though, wouldn't you? A few beers? No. Uh, I'll maybe have a, a case beer. Of beer. No, I'll maybe oh. have one beer, maybe, if I go out. So you, you don't know? get drunk? I don't. Well, then that's... Yeah, Adam's looking for yeah. corruption here. <laughs> but also when, you know, I mean, that was the worst thing that I did was maybe have a couple of beers when I was younger. Right. You know what I mean? Get a little tipsy, but, you know. Didn't, you didn't know, try Which everything. Was, My mom had a pot plant in her backyard when I was a kid, so uh, the whole uh, pot discussion was out the window. begins to explain right. part of the problem. But yeah. with right. Neil, what's interesting is he can't remember a lot of this that's gone on, and that's what... That's guilt. 
Well, also smoking pot. Well, it's yes. guilt and cannabis. Having, he's talking well, about having. Tell a, the cousin. That's well, and the other this borders. Okay, the other thing it borders on sexual abuse. She's seventeen. He's fourteen. Right. Then there's mm, a whole. Well, okay. Yeah. Now here's the whole other adolescent Adam thing about the summer of '42 experience. The older woman, the younger male, and that right. summer of '42 thing that was sexual abuse. And in our society, it's sort of like, well, it's okay. If it's, you know, for Neil, it's like, well, I'm 14, you know, my friends would think I'm cool. Right. And right. It's, it's still not, it's not healthy for Neil. And he's got some good instinct here saying, I mean, he's, he's saying even though he was stoned, he pushed her away. And yeah. that's exactly what All he right. should be doing. All right. So, so that's another reason to let his cousin know. He's tell his let cousin. his cousin know. He's, he, right. he's in an uncomfortable situation, unhealthy situation. I believe. Um, when he, I want to know where his parents what? were during the party. I'm just curious. All right. Let's ask. Neil? Yeah. Where were your parents during the party? Uh, they were in, um, I think the UK. They're in the UK. Yeah. Mm. What were they? Uh, what were they doing there? Uh, well, my mother was visiting her uh, her distant cousin. Mm-hmm. So no one was there with you. Uh, no. You were left at I the. Was at some, I was at someone's house, someone else's house. Uh huh. So, but but your parents felt you were responsible enough to go to a party. Mm-hmm. Which well, you, then which, were... you, which you're not. Yeah, I am. Really? Uh, that's the first time and last time I'm ever going to do, do that. Do your parents okay. think it's okay to smoke pot? Hmm? Do your parents think it's okay to smoke pot? Of course not. Oh, okay. Right. Well, Neil, it sounds like, first of all, you've got some, you've got a real good point here, and you're picking up on the inappropriateness of her making advances to you, and you shouldn't have to deal with that, so... Well, what kind of parents were these anyway? They're over at the uh, University of Kentucky uh, <laughs> visiting some relatives <laughs> while uh, Neil is uh, getting stoned God knows where. Please. But at least he just said that was the first and last time. I'm yeah. proud of him. You're going to make that. a good mom. You don't have any kids, do you, Lee? No. But the clock's kind of ticking. Have, but I have you can children. feel it. But I have my boyfriend's children. Oh, Often he's, he's a, how old are they? Now. They're 8 and 10, and they're up listening oh. right now. Oh, Alex, really? Alex and Nico and their mama, Elaine. Wow. They're all listening. The mama's Hi, around. Guys. Yeah, I love her. Really? Yeah, she's great. Wow. She's remarried. Uh, oh, wait a minute. What's she doing, though? Just hanging out. They came down for the weekend. And, and they, they stay know. with you guys when they come down? Yeah, they're staying. Well, they're not staying. The The boys are staying with me, and, and um, the building that I live in has, like, a... a a guest apartment, you know, furnished and everything, and, and she's staying there with her husband. Mm-hmm. And uh, did the uh, four of you go out and, like, uh, date and stuff? Do I we mean, date? Go on, I mean, no. I mean, you go out on, you know, two activities, go out to dinner? Yeah, absolutely. And it's not weird? We spent the whole day together today. Really? Yeah, we went down to Santa Monica Pier, and, you know, they have uh, two other children. Well, you're very mature. Very yeah. mature. It's threatening it's more. Look at him. I'd be wondering, see, I bet your husband... I mean, your boyfriend, pardon me, uh, wouldn't be uh, so happy to go out with uh, you and uh, one of your ex-boyfriends. I'm sure. Well, he, uh, yeah. I don't think he'll I know how guys are. Yeah, he'd have a small problem. You think so? Yeah, but that's all right. That just means he's Yeah, a because that wouldn't stop me from being the wonderful, caring, no. and loving person that I am. He's, and, got a, you know. he's quite a catch, you are. Is he in the industry? <laughs> yes. Is he uh, yeah. behind the scenes? or? Is no, he... no, no. Actually, he has a part of my show. Oh, is that how he got that part? He had an audition. There was like 15 guys well, there. Well, he had to audition. He did. Sure. I don't do the auditioning. Right, right. Really? And uh, uh, Chelsea Clinton had to pass uh, some tests Shut to get up. into Stanford, Shut too. Up. Yeah. You didn't help him out at all? I couldn't. What am I going to do? But you knew him before that. 
Yeah. Oh, you didn't you didn't just meet on the no, set? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. So he's he an actor. A, no, he just did a guest spot on the show. Okay. In a series right He didn't embarrass you, did he? Not at all. Okay, so a good actor? Yes. Has he done any movies or anything? Yes, he did a movie recently called Shut Up and Dance with, um, what's her name? What's her name? Uh, 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 um... Phyllis Diller? No! I don't well, know. Uh, Vanessa Williams. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're kind of like the yeah. Brooklyn Vanessa Williams. You think so? Yeah. But in what way? You're both pretty. You got that dark skin. Yes, and I could see where you would think that we yeah. would be similar. Yeah, same color hair. We, we have nothing similar right. about us. I think that okay. was a sincere compliment. Just no, uh, it wasn't. watch, watch him. That's all I'm saying. I don't trust uh. this actor, guys. <laughs> okay. Faith, you're 18. You're better looking than his ex-wife, right? Don't say I. That's she's, why no, you don't she's care. gorgeous, actually. Oh, you that, don't care. She's I was got hoping, a big ass. I was hoping. No! Yes. I was hoping. Yeah, you're not. I swear nodding. to God. I was hoping she was going to be ugly or at least just a little heavy. So I knew right. she's pretty, but she needs to right. lose a few. Nothing you, like that. You wanted to use that line where you go, I could see where she'd be cute. Like, yeah, 10 years ago. Right. But right. she's adorable. She's really? skinny. She's in oh, shape. Really? She's, oh, she's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. And she's great on top of it. She's wow. Well, why'd, yeah. he, why'd he get rid of that? Well, come on. This was like a long time ago. Okay. Why'd he get rid of that? Because looks has everything to do with it. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. things don't work out, oh, you know, okay. but she's happily married. Okay. All right. All right. You're very mature. Faith. Yes. You're 18. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll start out with, um, I've been dating this guy for a year and a half, and um, six months ago, he asked me to marry him, and I moved in with him. And um, lately, he's been really... Um, Hurting me, he's been telling me things like, why can't you look like her? Why can't you do her like that? And it just started after we moved in together. Mm-hmm. And um, towards the beginning of our relationship, during the first three months, he cheated on me. Mm-hmm. And um, he hasn't since then, but it still hurts today. And I just want to know how... How old is he? 21. 21. Well, you got to hurry up and get married so he stops cheating and abusing you, right? <laughs> well... He hasn't cheated on me since then. Right. Well, how'd you find out that he cheated on you the first time? Because it was a girlfriend of mine, and um, I hadn't talked to her in a while. Mm-hmm. And she called me up one day, and she asked who I was with. And I said, well, that's who I'm with. Mm. Oh, that, no. I'm so glad I wasn't there. Oh, I hate those moments in life. Was uh, But, but mm, listen, I don't want to put any salt on the wound, but mm, that was the person that called you up. You don't know what this guy's up to, do you? Now I do. Mm, yeah. Is part of the pain that you don't know how that you want to get out of this and you feel trapped because it sounds like this guy's a mm, creep. She don't want to get out of it. Well, you want to get married, right? Eventually, but I want uh, to get her back. Okay. Hold on, Faith. Yeah. We got to go to commercial. Okay. Now uh, we're going to help you. Okay. So um, compose yourself. Okay. And we may even do some gambling on your behalf. <laughs> okay. It's just turned into quite an honor here on Loveline to be gambled on. I don't know if you're familiar with that, no, Leah, no. but um, Faith is 18. She's with a guy who's uh, verbally abusive. He's uh, screwing around on her with a friend, and um, she still um, really wants to get married. Right. Uh, that, to me, smacks of uh, something something gone awry in her past, right. and uh, we're going to gamble on uh, awesome. what went awry okay. on her past uh, right. when we return. Love line will be right back. Why? Because we like you.
NFL 2015 season is finally here. And Podcast One Sportsnet's got you covered 24-7, thanks to Dan Patrick. Is Peyton Manning still a top five player? Rich Eisen. A hero's welcome for Adrian Peterson, something that nobody thought would be possible. The stinking truth with three-time Super Bowl champ Mark Schlereth. You are so full of crap, Chip Kelly. Ross Tucker's football podcast. Nick Foles looked like he was in slow motion. And if you love to play fantasy football, we've got you covered with huge podcasts from DraftKings and Fantasy Feast with Ross Tucker. Don't miss a single snap. All season long. Head to podcastone.com now. That's podcastone.com. Hey, this is Leah Andrioni, and you're listening to The Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. And isn't uh, Engineer Mike cute? Leah Remini is here tonight from Fired Up, 8.30, NBC, Monday night, part of the uh, must-she TV lineup, right in between Suddenly Susan and Carolina City. All right, we're going to gamble uh, on Faith, uh, who's 18 and um, going through some difficulties. But uh, first, I wanted to play a couple of um, shuffles. Of course, uh, we haven't done this in a while, but uh, usually when Dr. Drew is gone, because we can uh, and because we miss the sound of his voice, we hear the uh, compilation, uh, Dr. Drew. Uh, is it the uh, shuffle we're going to hear tonight or the uh, Dr. Drew boogie? Mm, let's hear the Dr. Drew boogie. These are the out-of-context Drew drops that were formed uh, by our uh, crack team, namely uh, Engineer Mike, into a uh, lovely montage, and it goes a little something like this. She drinks until she barely has her senses about her, and then she can relax enough to have sex with me. Dr. Drew is right. Ow! Get down, get down. Find you, have sex with me. Gee, it hurts, have sex with me. Faggot better, have sex with me. I want to have sex with me. I was bored, so I had my tongue pierced. I was bored, so I put a spirit to my penis. Tried to be straight, or I thought I shouldn't be straight, and I was confused. Loser. You know, pee on this makes me sick. It hurts when I urinate, it makes me sick. Anal sex makes me sick. This guy's penis makes me sick. I've had anal sex. Gee, it hurts. I've got these lesions. Gee, it hurts. Still a virgin. Gee, it hurts. It's called intimacy. Can I say that? Ow! You're fat. Ow! Gay. Confused. Sick. Ow! Born. Ow! Still a virgin. Dysfunctional. Can I say that? Dr. Drew is right. Yes, Dr. Drew is right, although he's not here to defend himself tonight. Dr. Bruce is sitting in for him on the uh, fabulous love line. So that would be the uh, Dr. Drew boogie. Yeah, we'll play the shuffle tomorrow night. Uh, also, somebody sent in a uh, Adam Jam. Uh, they've sent a couple of these in. They're not usually uh, up to snuff because uh, Engineer Mike usually puts mm, 15, even sometimes 20 minutes into these things. Wow. But um, a listener named uh, Domingo Castillo sent this in, and uh, it says here um, it should be noted that all of the actualities are only from a one-week period. So I guess he took uh, one week's worth of shows and formed the Adam Jam. I haven't heard it, but it's only a minute and 45 seconds long, so we might as well give uh, that a listen to as well. I used to fight with my sister over penis all the time. She'd be playing with the penis and then set it down, and I'd come up and pick up the penis, and then she'd want it back. Really? Oh, yes. I was 29 just a couple of years ago, and I think about myself uh, dating uh, guys in the 10th grade. 
your, your, your penis is like uh, your greatest gift. It's like a trophy that you cherish, and you're going to rub it in someone's poo. Your penis is your trophy? Your penis is your trophy. Pow, there's a penis in my ass. Uh, you know, I'd rather just put a hose in my ass. Pow, there's a trophy in my ass. Uh, I do get loaded once in a while. It was in college, and uh, the guy was my roommate. We were really tight. He was gay, and his mom died you know, three weeks earlier, and uh, so I let him nail me. Isn't this amazing, Drew? You know, uh, yeah, one time, uh, you know, I was at a party, and a guy was a pretty good friend of mine, and we got pretty loaded, and we went to the back, and it was just a blowjob. Describe how that series of events came to pass. Well, it's like he, asking, He, he took know, his pants off. Well. I thought, oh, this is interesting. I, I, I could show you what a penis can do. I, I could I could bring you to the heights Wait. of ecstasy. Oh my God! I get to I get to poke someone in the butt. I'll start with my finger. But those stones don't go into the butt. Hold on a second. No, no, that, that please up. let me have a little fun. No, please. no, that, that yeah. Up. Oh yeah. Pow. <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> You're putting something in your butt. That's uh, that's all. I know. What are you gonna do, Drew? This man is a uh, predator and a scumbag. <laughs> all I want is a crack to try to slip my penis through. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. Right. Uh, stay back, everyone. I think he's ready to go. Oh. Like that's not gonna haunt me. All right. Well, that was one week. That was terrible. That's a lot of penis talk for a week. Jeez, I, <laughs> I got to get on it. Right, I'm gonna dedicate the. the week. I'm gonna dedicate the last half hour of the show to penis talk, because uh, it's been an hour and a half, and I don't believe I've done enough of it yet. All right. All right. Well, those were cut up. They're out of context. God yeah. bless the penis. Thank you, Engineer Mike. All right. Where's the girl? Yeah. All right. All right. So we're gonna Faith. gamble on Faith. Okay. Faith is 18. Faith, uh, or, uh, oh yeah, I got a dollar out. Get a dollar out, Bruce. A piece of gum, that's all. Oh, get a dollar get out, you bastard. You anyway. Get the dollar out. Leah, right, what do you got? 20. Uh, give her a dollar. I only have a 20. Oh, for Christ's sake. That's it? Yeah. All right. Is Faith all right I'm going to give both you dollars. Okay. You guys have no pride, either one of you. Oh, because we don't have dollars, we only have larger No, but bills. because I said, uh, here's a dollar, and you went, okay. All right, well, there you, you go. You want it, you're very, very into this gamble. Yeah. Well, this is good radio. There <laughs> Un you go. Unlike the now last ten minutes of the show. On the table. Now you can move on. All right. And listen, don't sass me because I'm giving you a dollar, please. So give her a dollar. You and I just a, I made a, a comment about us. So then I say something back, and then right. you're like, hey, what's the attitude? Mike, shut uh, Leah's mic off for a second. It's his show. He's in control. Okay. Mm. Uh, go first, Dr. Bruce. Uh, uh, let's say, yeah, let me, to let give me, you a chance. Now, Anne is right. I should uh, reset this. Faith is 18. Faith is living with a guy who's 21. She's been going out with the guy. Keep her mic off. She's been going out, been going out with a guy uh, for a year and a half. Uh, she wants to get married to him. He's cheated on her and has become verbally abusive. Okay. Now you can turn her mic on. and uh, Did we'll you start. see how she looks at me when you tell me to turn the mic off, by the way? Yes, yeah, there's a lot of hatred it's, there. It's, oh, there is a lot of hatred there. There's not hatred there. I'm afraid. I just, I just can't believe you actually do it. You know, you, well, it's good radio. You guys are not comfortable with a strong woman. That's the problem. You interpret right. strength then, as and hatred. And this is your way of getting me back, you. All right. There. All right, go ahead, right. Bruce. Abusive father. Abusive I'll, father. I'll give you a chance. I'll say physically and verbally abusive father. Okay. Who is emotionally That's giving there. me a chance? Yeah. Because I know what you're going to say. All right, Leah, what are you going to say? Oh, about what it is? About her past. Um, probably a, a, a father that wasn't around. Absent father. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, boy, that doesn't leave a lot. Um, 
I'll just go with, uh, Jesus, now i got all three of my dollars out there. This is really haunting me. Father that gambled. Uh, I'm going to go, Jesus, uh, I want to go with uh, abusive, uh, I'll all go right. with uh, sexual abuse. All right. Uh, general sexual all abuse. All right. Okay. Faith? Yeah. Okay, what happened to you growing up? Uh, the doctor is probably the closest. <sighs> Um, parent, my mom left my dad when I was two, stop, Sadie, when I was two, and, um, my dad was always around. Oh, put the kids to sleep now. Huh? It's their dogs, they're puppies. Okay. <laughs> um, my dad was, my dad had us because she left, and he gave us to me and my sister, my older sister, to my grandparents, his parents, his parents, and we lived with them since, and, um, he always stopped over before work, he worked nights. Mm-hmm. And he was always around, but the family wasn't really, didn't really show much affection, wasn't real loving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any any abuse at all? None. Oh, uh, boy. Not even a little sexual abuse? No, of course not. When and did you lose? There was lo- no discipline either. We never really got disciplined. When did you lose your virginity? Uh, 14, 15. I think I was oh. 15. Hey, Faith? Yeah. Now put the schnauzer on. <laughs> now, I want to hear the dogs. You want to hear the dogs? Yeah, let's hear the dogs. They quit playing. There's two puppies. Now they won't make a sound. No, they're pl- they're stopped. Faith. Yeah. All right, wait a minute. Hold on a second, Faith. <laughs> don't give me this, uh, I lost my virginity, 14, 15. Well, I don't remember. I think it was, it what was do you, Of course you remember. It was my sophomore year. You're 18, was, for Christ's sake. You remember okay. the day. No, I, <laughs> August 8th. I don't remember how old I was. I remember <laughs> August 8th. I was 15. Does that have any? Does it have something to do with what you're going to say? <clears throat> Hold on a second. I was 15. No, you're 14. Okay, if you want to say 14, close enough. No, you know, you know where you're 14, right? Okay. No, don't give me that crap like I'm forcing you into it. You're 14, were you not? Well, I can go look it up. I'm sure I have it written down. What is the just point leave it alone. of all this? Just, the point of it is he lost the bet and he's got to come back. Right. To no, the, the, the point is that she's lying because every Who woman cares? knows how old she was That's when she lost true. her virginity. Especially when you're 18. Maybe when you're 48, you don't remember. Much. So what? Who cares? Okay, I was 15 with a 14-year-old. Okay. All right. Okay. Faith. Yeah. Faith. I was in a relationship like uh-huh. this. And I know you're not, you're not right now going to pack your stuff and leave. But I'll tell you what helped me was, um, you know, this was not a bad guy I was with at all. So no one can say, you know, he's horrible. You have to get away from him. But all these comments and stuff that he's making to you is just putting you down. It's just after like a year of this, I was totally insecure about everything that I said and did. Everybody was better looking. Everybody was skinnier. Everybody was did things better than me. Oh. And it took a friend, you know, a constant... You know, look, Leah, you deserve better than this. Leah, you should get out of this relationship. It's horrible. You need a man. And I didn't really believe that I could get a man that was, you know, totally in love with me for who I am. And, you know, I didn't feel that I deserved that. But you have to you have to do a lot of soul searching and say, is this the kind of man that I want? Because it's not going to change. And which and with marriage, it gets worse. This got worse and worse and worse. And were you married? No. No. But I, I live with this person, and it was oh. it was horrible. I would have treated this you like somebody, a queen. Yeah, right. That's what they all say until they, they get mm. you, and then they're like, oh, by the way, change everything about you, except the one thing well, that I, I mean, can deal with. I don't mean like a queen. I mean like a queen that cleaned a lot and gave a lot of oral sex. There you go. Whatever kind of queen that would you be. You see what I'm saying? I don't know where you'd be queen of. 
But uh, this is you're not ready to get out of the relationship, so I'm not going to say to you you should get out because that's much easy. It, it's really hard to do, especially when it's a generally you know it's he's he's a good guy. But uh, you have to really look at what you want in your life, and I would really put off no, getting but married. But to move in with somebody at, with this kind of a right. real chaotic, yeah, dysfunctional but you're not ready. You're right. not ready. But he's you got her where she, he's right. got her where he wants her. And, I would, and right. guys like this, I'd like to bet on his background too. I mean, this guy probably has a history of this. Yeah. The chances are he's Hold not going to change. You want me to give you another dollar so you can bet on his background too? Uh, Three dollars is okay. Now give me one of those back, by the way, because you don't get to keep the one you initially gambled with, because that was my dollar. What do you do in Vegas? Do you do this? Do you argue with him when you lose? <laughs> yeah, I get uh, dragged out by the pit boss. Can I ask you, where's Faith? How come we don't hear her? Because he cut her off. Oh. Uh, no, I put her on hold so but she I could hear know. us. Okay, but I want to. I, wanna... I want you to say your piece. Okay, all right. All right. But I basically said it, but I want to hear what she says because... Okay. Faith? Yeah. Now, what do you say to that? Um, it's really hard. I wouldn't be able to leave because I wouldn't have where to go. Right. And, um, and it's like, I love him too much to leave. Mm, I know. Yeah, but, okay. But, Faith, listen, we don't expect you to make a move right now because yeah. um, you're not at that point in your life. Right. But here's what we'd like you to do. Don't do anything that can't be repaired. Right. Don't get married. Don't have kids. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Then when you're strong enough, healthy enough, and whatever enough, you can get away from him. Faith, is your mother around? Um, we, I saw her about, it was last spring break, we went out there, Jeremy and I went out there, which is my... Other dog? No. Does your no. mother know, does your mother know the things that he says to you? No. Why don't you tell her? I don't know. But, but is there? Close. But Faith she doesn't is feel there, that closeness with her mom. Okay. Do you have anybody that you're close to in your mm. life other than him? Not really. Why is that? I don't know. Because I'll tell you something. Um, one of the things that happened to me is I lost all my friends when I was in this relationship. Well, and I, I lost had, all my friends in the relationship before this one. Right. And you know what? That has to do with you. You have to say. You have to have your life. You have to have your girlfriends around or guys, whatever, friends. You have to have friends around you. You cannot stop your life because that's what this guy is going to do. He's going to make you totally dependent on him. Right. So that if you ever want to leave, you're going to go, where am I going to go? I have no one to back me up. I had one friend who said, move in with me, get rid of this guy. And after two years, that's when I left. But it took me that long. And I just hope that you, you find someone in your life that could help you. You've know, you got to start telling the story, because the more you hear, this guy sucks. You're going to go, maybe he sucks. Right. My problem in relationships is the opposite, which is after I get in the relationship, I actually start hanging out with my friends more. Right, that's, yeah. Which is um, the guy equivalent uh, to this. Bruce, you don't do that, because you're, <laughs> you're not into that. <laughs> you know, the guys don't like you, really. And my wife. You don't have any buddies, though, do you? Oh, sure. Oh, do you? Lots. Really? Straight guys? Okay. All right, we'll be back with uh, Leah Remini from uh, Fired Up and uh, Dr. Bruce from, um, where are you from, Alhambra? Redlands. Redlands, all after this. The phone number for Loveline, 1-800-191. Call now, all you sick kids. Loveline will be right back. You never know what will come up on the big podcast with Shaq. So, Detective Shaq, would you like to get on the case of the Portland Pooper? You know, do like a little diagram. Where'd he go to this day? Where'd he go to that day? 
connect the poop dots. <laughs> Are there Mexican the hours joints? of the poop? Yes. Are there Mexican what, joints in the area? Yes. You would have to do. You would have to do a John oh, Kincaid man, smell could, analysis. Could, that would and tell up. me what he ate for lunch and breakfast. That wouldn't hold up in court. Though. He had. Eggs. He had some pancakes. Oh, jeez. He had an omelet. Oh, man. He also had some tomato juice. The Big Podcast with Shaq. That's me. It's up right now at podcast1.com. Hi, this is Jennifer Gray, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. Oh, yes. Yeah, you guys, uh, Leah, you and Jennifer, I have to do a letter out for my love. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I was, uh, I, uh, they had Ferris Bueller. Well, I thought you were out. Out what? Uh, just out. I didn't even know that, uh... Oh, that, that I was even right, open I, to the I, competition? Yeah, exactly. I thought that she just doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Mmm... She doesn't think she wants anything to do with me. Right. But it, it, on a deeper level, yeah. if you scratch beneath the surface, but we don't do still that doesn't surf. want we don't anything do to do that with surface me. Stuff. Remember, didn't you right. say that earlier? I'm just saying she doesn't want anything to do with me on any uh, real tangible level. Uh-huh. But I still think I could win her back if we you had her in here. but groovy master, Adam. Yeah, you hear that kind of talk? Yeah, I do. That's I do. love. Did, that's mixed messages right there. Oh, that's not well, mixed. That's pure sex. Well, then she say... All right, can we get her back on the show? Like tonight? No. Okay. Leah Remini is here from Fired Up. That would be uh, Monday night, NBC. 8.30. 8.30. All right. Uh, and, you know, here's what you should do. Even uh, because we've established that we want some of the guys watching the mm-hmm. mushy TV. Yeah. Um, a lot of these times, these Monday night games are stinkers. Mm-hmm. I mean, for instance, uh, I had some money riding on the last Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Like a, a moron, I took the over as opposed to the under on uh-huh. the gambling. Uh-huh. Uh, not a point was scored in the second half. Okay. Both teams played an entire half without a point right. being scored. Okay. Uh, it's very uh, disconcerting yeah. when uh, they have to get to, like, 42 in order for you to win some money. Mm-hmm. And um, they score 23 in the first half, and uh, you're feeling pretty good, and not a point is scored during the second half. But my right. point is, is this. You could then switch it over to fire it up. Right. There's nothing going on. There's These guys have shot their wad in the first half. Right. Then you switch over to Fired Up. Right, but there's a lot of people who watch Fired Up, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about the guys. Okay, even guys. I'm talking about, you know, the, the guys, not the, not those guys, oh, but the guys, ass. please. All right. <laughs> Ashley. Hi, Adam. Hey, you're 20. I am 20. What's and going you know, on? Adam, every time I call, it's a question for the doctor, but it doesn't mean I don't like you. Okay. Okay. All right, Dr. Bruce. Yo. Um, I want to know what medically bad can, things can happen if I pierce my nipples. Uh, to start with, infections and scarring would be the two things that come to mind. Okay, and so when I'm allergic like, reaction oh. if you use a cheaper metal. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's an area where you really don't want to get an infection. What on. kind of metal well, should you be using? I imagine something like stainless steel. Right. Well, yeah, whatever uh, isn't going to cause an allergic reaction, similar to what's used in uh the ear or any other uh-huh. period. But, you know, professional establishments that do piercing, they're generally... Uh, so, it, you just don't want to have someone that's not a professional. Well, here's yeah. a health hazard. Your mom could kick your ass. Well... At tw- age 20? Hmm. No, well, that, that's not really a problem. Okay. But do you... I mean, when I'm 35 and I'm wised up and, you know, not 
as, as brainless as I am right now, I am mean, I going to have horribly disfigured when you're When you're done acting out? Exactly. Uh -huh. No, generally not. Uh, on the other hand, if you develop an infection, well, then, they'll just then you can off. have complications from that. But if, it, if all goes well, there's no infection uh, and no trauma occurs after the, after the, uh, the ring is placed. What about uh, breastfeeding? Well, there shouldn't. Well, you're not going to want to do breastfeeding while you have the uh, ring in place. And but. children are not an option at this point in my life. Oh, good. I, yeah. Um, What's the matter? With me? Yeah. I, I'm too young to be having. Oh, children. okay. That's good thinking. <laughs> um, Dr. Bruce, do you agree with Dr. Drew? I think he he thinks that people who have multitudes of piercing and tattoos were somehow uh, jacked up as a child and. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a, there's a, well, okay, there's a huge Aggressive difference. piercings is what he calls right. them. Right. There's a huge difference between somebody that has one or two or three, and, and you know, you, you can't get to an absolute number that's pathology is more and, uh -huh. and a normal is less. But clearly, individuals that have self-mutilation and lots of piercings or lots of tattoos, there is very commonly a history of some abuse or some other some problem early on in life. So, yeah, it yeah, it's, it's generally goes along with some, some problems. That's comforting. I think I'll stop with the nipples then. Yeah. All right. Don't go any lower than the nipple. I'll try not to. All right. Good luck there, Ashley. Thanks. You guys have... All right. Leah, you don't have any uh, piercings, do you? No. Just the ears? Yep. Yeah. You're not into that stuff. No. No tats? No. You got nothing to prove. No. Look at you. You're secure. Yeah. Screw that boyfriend of yours trying to bring you down. You feel pretty good about yourself <laughs> yeah. now, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I don't trust uh, those with uh, guys, girls, whoever. Yeah. Too many tats, uh, too many earrings. Yeah. Always wonder what they're trying to, you know. Right. And I don't like anyone that looks like they're trying to convince uh, people of something. Right. Uh, you just I, be yourself. But, but a lot of people's, uh, you know, their point is, this is me. This is who I am. Mm, and, uh, you know, right. that's fine. It's your body. Do what you want. Mm, yeah. Don't know? trust them. Don't I, trust them. I wouldn't do it to my body. But. Tommy. Yeah. 19. Uh, my question is for the doctor. Uh, I recreationally do drugs, and uh, let's see, you know, like occasionally I do coke. Not, I've kind of tapered off that. I realize that's, you know, bull crap. Uh, occasionally do E, occasionally do K, and uh, I think that's it. Hold on. Uh, my is, question is, is what hold on, is it? Yeah. Is it E, X? Ecstasy or X. Right, ecstasy. Right. Oh, I always thought it was called X. Uh, well, not from the back east where I'm from. We call it E. Oh, you know, okay. out, in, out in flaky L.A., they call it X. So. Right. What's, what's the question? But right. Anyway. So what do you want to know? What are, what are the long-term effects of this? Now, I, I don't make a habit of it. You know, I do it occasionally. Um, okay. Okay, go You're ahead. You're talking about two vastly different drugs. You're talking about K, which is probably ketamine, right. which is closely related related to PCP, uh -huh. and uh, you can have long-term effects in term that, that are probably more closely related to your uh, past psychiatric history. It's something that is currently used. We use it as uh, as an anesthetic uh, yeah. currently with, not a, with no real long-term problems, but it's... What kind of anesthetic? Ketamine is, well, ketamine is an anesthetic that you use... That's what's called a dissociative anesthetic, where you continue to breathe, uh, but you dissociate, so you're not aware of... Oh, you continue to breathe, as opposed to the anesthetics well, that uh, yeah. stop the breathing well, altogether? That's right. <laughs> well, that's actually exactly what ketamine does. And with PCP, which is closely related to ketamine, you have very similar effects. So, it's, so it's, can you score? 
can you yeah. score? <laughs> Drew hates it when I ask him that about any drugs. No, it's not a very effective. So what what would you give it to someone for if they were getting some we kind of procedure? It. What kind of procedure? Okay. Uh, doing sutures. We use it in the emergency department all the time. It's How's it's, it administered? We, you can use it intramuscularly or intravenously. And in children, it's used most commonly. Once you get over 12 years old, in adults, there's what's called an emergence phenomenon. When you're coming out of the effect of the drug, you have nightmares and you can get violent, and it's a, it's a very tricky drug. So that's interesting that medically we tend not to use it in adults because of what we call this emergence phenomenon when people get crazy. So that's one, one reason that it's a very dangerous drug to be using, quote-unquote, recreationally. Ecstasy is a totally different drug. It's actually methylene uh, dioxymethamphetamine. And what it has is it has properties that stimulate uh, the receptors like LSD does, so you get some hallucinations, and it's actually just another form of methamphetamine. So yeah, in large it's pretty doses, speedy. Yeah, in large doses, in overdoses, it does just what speed does. So it stimulates the heart. It's real dangerous if you have any kind of heart problems. So if he does it occasionally... But, okay, the interesting thing with ecstasy as opposed to methamphetamine or LSD... What we're finding with this drug is probable permanent changes in various parts of the brain, particularly the parts of the brain that where you experience pleasure, and also the parts of the brain that are related to uh, the areas where people have Parkinson's disease and movement disorders. So there's no telling what the long-term effects are, even if you use it once or twice. And right. it's extremely addictive. All right, so don't do it. Uh, Leah's mom's going to kick your ass. Jacob. Exactly. Yeah. You're 21. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a... Uh, a problem with uh, with uh, having women give me oral sex. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm my one of my ex girlfriends uh, was giving me oral sex, and uh, a not a lot of semen comes out. Oh, that and is such so, a disappointment. Yeah, and and so she kind of made me feel real bad about it. And really, yeah. I think that'd be cause for celebration uh, with most women. <laughs> no, and. <laughs> And I wasn't sure exactly if, I mean, like, how much is normal and, and how far should it act? Well, you shouldn't, I mean, anything more in a court is uh, <laughs> abnormal. And wouldn't you say, doctor? You know, it's amazing. The practice of medicine, you could probably go 20, 30 years without a question like this. But you I really could. To, I had to come to Loveline to get, well, probably about, uh, about a tablespoon. How's that for an average? Yeah. Although you got to really hold it still so you can get it into the tablespoon, I found. If uh, you're laughing, uh, it tends to jiggle and get all over the, the carpet. tablespoon being three teaspoons or 15 cc's. How's oh, it is not. <laughs> I've never had... Uh, uh, but is that a problem? I've never had three teaspoons come out. This is this, It's a problem. If your relationship is dependent on the uh, amount mouse? of ejaculate, we're in trouble. Well, no, it's just like I've seen like in you know uh, porno movies and stuff where these guys are like... Their movies. Like, well, we're taking the porno movies as a, a gold standard right. for the relationship. Uh, yeah, and these guys are professionals. You're talking about guys like Peter North? Yeah. The uh, decorators, he's yeah, known uh, in the business. Like, you know, it seems like they shoot six feet and, you know. And, yeah. Well, but it's a movie. distance, too? Well, it's the cocaine in their systems. Normal probably. distance is usually three to five yards. <laughs> normal distance, you jackass. No, no, something that's not. Please. A normal distance is, uh, you know, from uh, from your penis to the um, to the uh, sweatshirt you have spread out on your belly, <laughs> you jackass. Oh, Please, oh God. that's a you normal distance. That call. That's why that. I picked the call because oh he was on hold for uh, 85 you minutes. No, that attracted you. You wanted to. I didn't even notice it. He was on hold for an hour and a half. Come on. He should have stayed on hold. Is it really three over. tables, three teaspoons? Uh, you know, I must admit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rest my, or I wouldn't uh, risk my medical uh, license. Ten on cc's. The to that How much is ten cc's? Two teaspoons. 
All right, because the band 10CC was named after that, so it must be two. I, I won't admit that that's where I got the uh, information. I'm not in love. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, we'll be back. Yo, G. The phone number for Loveline is 1 800 Love 191. Loveline, right back. Uh, I lied. Uh, you got to say hi to your friends now. I did already. Oh, you did? Yeah, they're sleeping already now. Oh, really? Yeah. You sure? Mm-hmm. All right. And I already did. We talked about them. Leah Remini, I don't know. I'm tired. Short-term memory's gone. Sorry. It's all that damn special K and Sorry. measuring uh, my semen. <laughs> 8.30, NBC, Monday night, uh, Mushy TV. Uh, do not miss uh, Fired Up. I, I'm now going to watch it. Thank you. Um, Thank you maybe not tomorrow. That's sort of soon. But um, no, the week tomorrow. after. Oh, you don't tomorrow? Have to play games. You no, I'll watch do it. The rules. No, I'll try. I will. Uh, may even masturbate to it tomorrow. You're disgusting. You really <laughs> I just a wanted sick to man. say that. No, I'm not. I'm fine. Please, it's <laughs> no, part of my job. You love me, right? Yeah. Right. You ever leave that uh, guy of yours? Uh, you know where to go, right? <laughs> Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, tomorrow night we'll have uh, David Spade will be in here with his own uh, unique brand of sassy humor, uh, Doctor Bruce. Thank you very much. My pleasure. You did a very adequate job tonight. What uh, about me? More than adequate. Uh, Leah, uh, fantastic. Right. Amazing. You Welcome back anytime. Thank you. Right, give it six months and then anytime after Shut that. Up. Okay. <laughs> so until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Dr. Bruce saying mahalo. You're my stern but groovy master, Adam. This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions, that's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, you probably should have written it down yourself. And if you did, we'd like a copy. Loveline producer Ann Wilkins. This broadcast was copyright 1997 Westwood One Entertainment. This music is MXPX on Tooth and Nail Records. Sit, Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet. <laughs> This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.